welcome to the Soar Community Network podcast with your host, Malie Ponpadit. Here, inside our community, we help each other see, own, articulate, and release our unique message and mission into the world. Uncover your gifts and talents, release your passions, own your purpose, and let's soar together. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the SOAR Community Network podcast. I am your host, Mali Ponpadev, and today we have Rebecca Fitton with us. Rebecca explored different places and professional work. She grew up in Delaware, then went to upstate New York for college. After graduating from Cuca College, then a women's college, she returned to the University of Delaware for her Master's of Arts in International Relations. She then headed to Michigan for careers in urban planning and healthcare administration and got a Master's of Business Administration from the University of Detroit. She continued her healthcare profession in Ohio and retired as president of Careview Home Health in Middletown. As others who retire know, retirement is a busy time. She served on five nonprofit boards, bringing her business acumen to each. She and her husband, Richard, built a new home on his farm, and then he died suddenly. Recovery from his shocking death took time. Finally, she realized that the time had come to remake herself. As the lyrics of the song go, I built a life wrapped so tight it was strangling me. Freedom was a spirit call from Santa Fe, New Mexico, and recently to the East Coast in Pennsylvania. I would love to um, have her share her insights today with you all, and I'm delighted that you're joining me today, Rebecca. Thank you so much. And thank you, Molly. Well, I really love that you're putting yourself and your journey out there for the world. Um, We all need healing in our own unique way. And what I really um, am interested in hearing from you and having you share is what does it take to remake yourself? Regardless of the tragedies and the challenges and struggles, what does it take the human spirit to make that conscious decision for change? Well, for me, the decision was that I was in so much emotional and mental pain that I literally could not stand myself. And so um, I just had uh, to seek help. And I did. And I thought that, well, it would be a pretty short process, (laughs) but actually what I have found out is that it is a long, it's a lifelong process. Absolutely. And, um, you know, the, the hardest parts, uh, were in the beginning, uh, as I learned about myself, uh, But what you need to have is just strong determination uh, to to know who you are in your essence. And determination is what I have the most of, I guess. 
So when you when you decided to remake yourself, and there's so many different um, definitions of that for each of us, it's unique, right? Uh, you said that you were able to find the the strength to get help. What does what did help look like for you? What form did help come uh, as for you? Uh, originally, help was psychotherapy, mm-hmm. uh, and I was in therapy. Uh, for years. And anyone who chooses that path and has experienced trauma, I would recommend that uh, you uh, find a therapist who specializes in trauma because there are uh, techniques and modalities that they have available to them uh, and insights that they have available to them that um therapists who do not uh, specialize in trauma have. So uh, that was the beginning. But also, as the years went on, I added uh, alternative therapies such as massage and uh, energy work, uh, acupuncture, and... uh, because healing is just not in your mind. What happened for me was the very visceral understanding that healing is a mind-body-spirit connection. And you really have to include all of that uh, in order to heal from trauma. Well, you have more than one traumatic experiences that took place throughout your life. Yes. And I know that I do want to spend some time talking about outlets. So yes, the therapy piece, you, you sought help and you received that type of help. But you also are, um, you also write poetry and Wave Rider is a poetic journey. Um, and and from abuse to wholeness. So can you talk a little bit about how poetry came into your life and how it's able how it's been able to support you and help you through healing? Well, it came into my life magically. Um, I had never written poetry before, and in two thousand nine, uh, I was. Uh, at uh, in a women's circle, and I just sat down one day and wrote a poem. And uh, it was a poem that had come to me. And so when the poems came to me, and it was usually in the middle of the night, um, I would get up and I would write them down. And so for me, it was... Uh, a therapy like journaling, mm-hmm. and it wasn't something that uh, I said, well, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to sit, you know, X number of hours a day to do that. I just wrote the poems when they came to me. And it was not until after the poems that are in the book uh, came to me that I decided that I would that they really told my story 
Uh, and then I uh, started on the path to organize them and uh, see what kind of flow I could get. So can you tell us the first time, that the first poem that came to you, what was that experience like? Where were you? What was happening um, that you were able to receive that message and put it in, on paper? I was in a, a woman's circle in Santa Fe. It was in we, this woman's circle, then that, that the first one yes. came to you? Okay. Yes. Gotcha. And it... Um, Uh, it was, um, we, we always went out on the land, okay. you know, just to be with nature and have moments alone. So this particular day I sat under a juniper tree and rather than looking off into the distance, I looked at the tree in front of me. And um, it was that juniper tree that inspired uh, the poem. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, within 45 minutes, we came back to the group and um, I read my poem and everybody was totally amazed. Wow. So, and no more amazed than I was. <laughs> so, um, and then, uh, the next time we met, I wrote another poem and it was, um, uh, pretty amazing. So what is your hope for wave rider? When you think of, uh, folks that will pick this up and go through this poetic journey with you, what is your hope for the readers, what do you wish for them as they go on this journey with you? Uh, I hope uh, that the reading um, stimulates for the reader um, questions for themselves ahas for themselves, um, and mostly that um, there is value in um, in taking your own spiritual journey, that there is value to learning who you are um, and, um, and that it's possible. And when you say that it's possible, you mean healing, you mean feeling lighter, getting yes. through the traumatic, intense feeling of pain? Yes. You do not have to take your pain with you. Um, and, um, uh, you can leave it behind. Mm -hmm. Can you share some techniques and modalities that really have helped you to do exactly that, to leave the pain behind so you can really look at life holistically as something beautiful 
and not filled with darkness uh, and chaos. So because, you know, sometimes when you're in that pain, and I've been there myself with many traumas and tragedies in my own life, when you're in it, sometimes you just feel so un uh, unbearable, like you will never be able to get out of this dark tunnel, like you're just stuck there. And maybe this is, you know, forever that I'm going to feel this heavy and this dark and, right. oh gosh, am I cursed that all these bad things keep happening to me? And, you know, you, there's this sense of helplessness and you don't feel empowered at all because you're just too darn tired. Right. Um, and I certainly experienced all of that, actually for many years. Um, but the key t for me is that um, the light is from within. Our power is within. Our spirit is within. And if that was key for me to uh, accept, and if it's energy that is within you, then you're the only one who has the power to change it. And even though um, uh, people may do things to you, you have absolute control over how you react. Um, and um, it's quite remarkable. So have people reached out to you, uh, people, those in your circle that know you've gone through what you've gone through, have they reached out for guidance and support? Have they asked you to share your insights? Um, and are you also open to, to connecting with strangers? Because when you decide to put a um, piece of art out there, in, in this case, the form okay. of your book, uh, you know, you open yourself up to so many opportunities. Um, mm -hmm. And it's also very scary and you're it's vulnerable because you're putting your whole story, your heart, everything right. you put uh, through your poetry on on paper. And then the world gets to see it gets to have the sneak peek in your life. So right. I guess my my question is, you know, are you open and ready for that? Because now you're probably going to have all kinds of people from all walks of life reaching out to you because no one ever wants to feel alone in their pain. Right. Correct. And I certainly felt alone in my pain, and um, it's not comfortable. Uh, so, um, uh, yes, I'm ready. I think that the uh, the decision I made after writing all the poems, uh, the decision I made to publish was actually the decision to speak to the world, that my experience is not an isolated experience and that I had something positive to add to the conversation. Uh, sexual child abuse in this country is a horrific uh, social problem and um, it's quite, um, quite significant for us. So 
uh, for me, it's the time for me to speak my voice and uh, be part of the conversation. Well, I know in the description of Wave Rider, I'm going to read it for our audience. Wave Rider is a poetic reflection of author Rebecca Fitton's long journey to heal from sexual abuse, abandonment, and neglect, building a new world based on wholeness of body, mind, and spirit. Her journey has taken a lifetime. To use a metaphor of waves, sometimes the undertow nearly drowned her, but she survived. Now her beautiful and profound book offers inspiration to others who have suffered greatly from abuse. That is such a description, right? That is, it. it's so um, based on reality. These words are not easy to write, let alone read, right? The words of sexual abuse, abandonment, neglect, oh, so heavy. And yet, we've all experienced that at some level. I mean, we're human beings and we don't, none of us ever get to leave this life without feeling uh, some of these things. And I think, you know, what I really value about talking to authors and talking to thought leaders and those who have experienced so much in their lives and the willingness to put it on paper or to share it in different mediums to the world is courageous. And not only is it courageous, but it's a connecting tool. Uh, all of us, I believe, as human beings, we need connection. We need to feel um, that we are part of, in, in your words, a conversation, a community, a tribe, people who get us. Otherwise, it's our pain and feeling like we're suffering alone. It is unbearable. And a lot of us, you know, even though, like you mentioned, nearly drowned you, some of us don't ever get out. Some of us give up, give up hope, give up on life. So I really value that you put this on word through such a personal, in such a personal way. And that's why I asked you, you know, what is your hope for this book? And I think you've stated it clearly. You want to be a part of the conversation, but you want to connect. You want to help people feel less alone. Am I correct in summarizing that? Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Well, is this going to be the only book? Do you have more projects in the works? Um, you know, how do you plan on moving uh, forward after Wave Rider? Or how do you, uh, you know, how do you plan on using um, Wave Rider in your in your work in the world? Um, Wave Rider is my first book. Mm-hmm. I have not started my second book. But I think that um uh, articulating wisdom is an important thing to do in these days. And um, I haven't figured out yet exactly what perspective I'm going to take. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, I will definitely be writing uh, some more. And um, it feels as if, for me, uh, writing... Uh, the book took a certain amount of time and it was important time. And now I can move on and see what happens. 
<laughs> I know I like the word moving on, moving forward, right? Putting one foot right. in front of the other and continuing on this journey. Uh, I love it when you said that it took a lifetime. Well, it's going to take our lifetime to uh, do the work, to help support others and to heal and process our own emotions through it all. So uh, one thing that I did want to ask you is, you know, when you talk about body, mind, and spirit, and you found your, yourself in Santa Fe, um, you arrived there in 2008, what was it like for you to connect, to be with nature? Because I think sometimes when we talk about healing, we have a tendency to dive right into um, personal development, reading books, going to therapy. Um, and I think we don't spend enough time on the spiritual aspect of connection and how nature plays a role in that healing. So I'd love for you to share uh, some of the things that you did uh, with nature and Santa Fe that help you to tap into that spiritual side of healing, you know, uh, that nature side of healing. Well, uh, for me, uh, the spiritual side of, of life uh, is nature. And we are uh, one with the earth uh, and uh, connecting with the earth not only um, through our sight and uh, other senses, um, but also uh, feeling the vibration of the earth and being quiet enough and meditative enough that you can feel that connection. I think that that's really important. And um, and Santa Fe was just the perfect place for me to do that uh, because uh, many people like to be in nature, uh, but also there was a an appreciation of the spiritual connection uh, of us. Uh, for example, the equinox is coming up this week, and we're having, you know, there'll be balance. Um, and so there's always a change of energy. And But we're not the ones that do that. And so being mindful of nature uh, is oh so very important. Mm. Yes, I, I really do think that we have to have more conversations about the body, mind, and spirit connection when it comes to uh, health and wellness and healing. And that's I think that's really what allows us to um, move forward in the most graceful way, you know. And I use that word because again, it's not it's not uh, very graceful to walk through pain, right? Right. <laughs> so how how can we do it as as gracefully as possible? And that really is uh, nurturing the self, nurturing the soul nurturing the mind, body, spirit. So thank right. you so much, Rebecca. Well, I really appreciate this. Um, how can we pick up a copy of this book or get in touch with you and learn more about what you're, what you're moving forward toward? You know, you've got a lot of things to, to do now that the book is out um, to get it out into the world. So we want to be a part of that. Um, how can we learn, out, learn more about you and the book? 
Well, I, I do have a website, uh, RebeccaPotFitten.com, and uh, it is all about uh, Wave Rider. And uh, I also uh, do a blog on there so that you'll find out what I'm uh, doing most recently. Uh, The books can be uh, ordered in your local bookstore. Uh, They are also available on Amazon. And um, so they are accessible. That's great. Thank you so much for being with us and for sharing your journey with us. We're looking forward to sharing Wave Rider with our audience and continue to stay connected with us, continue to stay in touch. We wish you all the very best, Rebecca. Blessings on your journey. Thank you. Blessings to you as well. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of the SOAR Community Network podcast. We love to bring great stories, powerful insights, and extraordinary human beings to share their journey with you so that you can feel that there is a community out there that is supportive, that loves and cares for you. Thank you again, everyone, for tuning in. We value you so much. Please learn more about the SOAR Community Network by visiting our website at soarcommunitynetwork.com. If you want to reach us, if you would like to uh, be a guest or have someone you'd like to recommend for the show, uh, please find us or re- uh, write us at info at soarcommunitynetwork.com. Thank you, everyone. Until next time, take good care. Bye-bye now. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of SOAR Podcast. Join us by visiting soarcommunitynetwork.com.